We are broadcasting live in Grafton, the Capco's Kids to Kids Christmas Toy Drive, 18th year of our great partnership at WTMJ with Capco and uh, Casmeric Enterprises. Stop by, drop off a toy or cash so that we can uh, brighten a child's Christmas and, and, the, and all the great partnerships they have with uh, local partners here in southeast Wisconsin. They mentioned the Salvation Army and others. They get these toys to the kids that are maybe needing a little cheering up. So uh, help us do that. Of course, a big slate of events here tomorrow in Grafton. So come on by. It's supposed to be pretty warm tomorrow as well. So enjoy this respite in the uh, normal winter weather to celebrate the holidays with Capco, with us at the WTMJ, the Capco Kids to Kids Toy Drive for 2023, 18th year of service. All right. Let's talk to big-time sports guy Brandon Snide, who joins us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing, Steve? It's beautiful. I am wonderful. What's that? I said it's beautiful outside, by the way. It feels like a spring day out here. It is, it is spring-like, but it's not spring. It's December, and it's going to get cold no. soon. So, so enjoy it while you can. All right, so, Brandon, you, you watch all this stuff. You watch the Bucks. You watch the Packers. You watch the Brewers. You watch all countless things. You comment on sports. Your extra points, your award-winning extra points is, is always on point. What happened to the Milwaukee Bucks in Las Vegas yesterday? Oh, Steve, that, you know, it – the NBA, let me begin like this. The NBA, their goal with this in-season tournament was to make these games relevant before Christmas. And if you were a Bucks fan or maybe you're just an average uh, you know, NBA fan, it, it achieved its goal. Those games were interesting. It felt like a playoff game yesterday other than the tip-off being at 4 o'clock. But the way my alarm goes off, I don't mind a, a 4 o'clock game. But um, nonetheless, the, the game just – the. The Bucks just beat themselves. I mean, when, it, when you look at it, the bigger picture. I mean, they they scored 119 points. Giannis had 37, but they just they couldn't rebound the ball. Energy and effort just wasn't there. It wasn't on display. Now was was it because they were in an empty arena? It felt like they were playing back in the bubble in Disney World. But they got out rebounded 51 to 46 against Indiana, who is undersized compared to the Milwaukee Bucks. So that's frustrating, which means you know goes to show you that. The energy and the effort wasn't there, and then they just got beat in transition. I mean, they a couple made buckets, and they get beat down the other side of the court for for an easy dunk or a layup, and like those things just can't happen, and it can't happen to an Indiana team that is obviously younger and much quicker than you, and um, that's where they got beat. I mean, they you did for the most part they played a pretty good game, um, just a frustrating way to lose because it, it was definitely there for the taking uh, so- for sure. What do we make of this team? I don't know. What are we? A quarter, twenty, you know, twenty percent of the season down. A lot of concerns on defense. That was one mm-hmm. of the one of the things that people mentioned when they when they shipped off Drew Holiday. Now we got a great new new player in return. But does this team have on its current roster and its current lineup the talent to play defense in whatever the modern version of the NBA is? They do. They do, Stephen. I mean, if we're talking realistically, nobody in the NBA really plays defense, right? Like. You know, look, go look up a scoreboard, you know, like, uh, you know, at the end of the games. Like, everybody's in the 120s. Uh, defense is very hard to play because of the way the game is officiated now, right? So you guys are getting to the free throw line 10, 15, 20 times a game where, you know, you're, you're going to put up points no matter what. The thing about the defense is, and the Bucks were actually put it on display last night, they went into half, or they came out of half down 12, and they went on this insane, like, 11-0 run. They turned things right back around. You got to be able to make stops when it counts, and that's where defense comes in to play. And that's where the Bucks were really good with Drew Holiday. Um, and, and I think it's overlooked 
at, at you know, where they're at now because everybody expects them to win every game because they went out and acquired a guy like Damian Lillard to pair with Giannis, but they're 15 and seven. They're in the top 10 for net defense and net offense. So they're trending in the right direction. I just, I think people are just freaking out because it was a big change in the offseason, and it's not necessarily netting the results that people expected. They, they're not 22 and 0, which what people probably anticipated, you know, realistically <laughs> what they wanted to be. But their defense is going to be fine. You know, they're, they, they got to be able to make stops when it counts. They've done that this year. They've been one of the most clutch teams this year in games with five or less points uh, in between the two teams. So they've been clutch when it comes to being clutch. They obviously weren't last night, but that's going to happen. You know, they're going to have moments where where things just slip and and, and guys just hit shots. And you saw last night with Oshkosh's uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and you just got to tip your cap to the other team for making plays and making shots. And, And that's just the NBA. But as far as defense goes, They'll, they'll be fine. They got one. They got two of the best defenders in all of the NBA, in Giannis and Brook Lopez on their team. So I, I eventually they'll be okay. All right. I never thought I would say this next sentence, but when you're talking about defense, the Green Bay Packers suddenly have have found a way to have a defense because a lot of us, oh, I don't know, about six weeks ago, were very worried about their defense and very concerned about the fact yep. that Joe Barry was their defensive coordinator. What has changed? You're just seeing a team starting to believe in itself. Uh, Steve, I, like it's, I, know, I know that sounds cliche and a little bit, you know, generic, but it, it, it really is. You're starting to see a team stick up for one another in ways that we necessarily haven't seen. I mean, Kenny Clark, the first words out of his mouth after they beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in front of Taylor Swift in the world was put some respect on Jordan Love's name. Like this team is now starting to play for their quarterback. Now, was it like that? Oh, you know, was it like that before? I. I think Aaron Rodgers was very well liked in the locker room. I think he was a good leader in his own way. It's just a different feeling this year. I talked to somebody in the Packers organization earlier this year. It ever since that trade happened, and then they've been inside the facilities. It, there's been a different feeling inside the locker room. Now it obviously hasn't netted into the results that we that you know you'd want. At six and six, they won three in a row. Uh, but you're just starting to see kind of a team gel together, and, and guys identify roles that they're going to be playing in rookies. I mean, there's rookies everywhere stepping up, even on the defensive side, Corey Valentine, you know, who uh, is stepping up for, um, for Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas is traded. You got rookies, Valentine and Valentine on the outside, you know, dudes are just starting to realize like, Hey, I can play this game. And once you start getting that confidence going as a team, as a defense, you start playing to, you know, your capabilities, which the talent on the defense was always there. I think I counted on the roster because we get a roster in our seats uh, at, at the game on Lambeau. There were 16 rookies on the 53-man roster. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. They're, I mean, everywhere. I mean, you look at – just look at offense. You know, I know you're asking about defense, but look at the offensive side of the ball. Who's been the guy outside of Christian Watson over these last three games that has been, like, the guy? It's been rookies. It's been Tucker Kraft. Ben Sims with his first career touchdown. Never heard of Ben Sims Jayden before Lee. that game. <laughs> But you got Jaden Reed, you know, Dontavian Wicks. I mean, you got to give your credit to Gudenkins. I mentioned it on Extra Points this week. Um, He kind of put this thing into motion. He believed in them. They were patient throughout the course of October where they did win a game. Nobody lost sight of what the bigger picture was. And that bigger picture was to just keep growing, improve week by week. And now you beat the Chargers, the division-leading Lions, the division-leading Chiefs, defending Super Bowl Chiefs three weeks in a row, and now you are in the driver's seat as the Packers are to 
get to a playoff berth, and I think they're going to get there. I think they might even get to 10 wins, which... That was my next question. How good is this team? How good is this team? I think that's the, I think that's the fun part about this team. is I don't think... Not only do we not know how good this team is, I don't think they know how good they are or how good they can be. Jordan Love is proving a lot of people wrong. He's proven me right, which is awesome. But he's proven <laughs> a lot of people wrong because he, he, he's showing he can play the position. And But his potential... I don't necessarily know if it's been tapped yet. Like, he, there's guys that are still learning, right? They're still still learning on the fly. You know, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Christian Watson's probably not going to be able to play this week. So you got another, you know, guy that's going to be out that's normally should be into into the role, and he's been taking off, you know, tremendously lately. So like, you're, you you don't know because they haven't been healthy. You still, Luke Musgrave's probably done for the year. You know, their their offensive line hasn't been great, but if you can get all those pieces going in the right direction, I mean. I, you know, I know Philly's a good team. I know San Francisco's a really good team. I don't think any of them would be overly excited to play the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. I heard Towson. I'll, just, I'll leave on it the at weekend. that. Yeah, it's um, yeah because yeah. I mean, they're, they're they're they're. I don't think the Packers know how good they are. It's an interesting uh, switch or turn of events since about six weeks ago. All right, I sure will is. be looking uh, and watching on Monday night. Monday night football. New York Giants. What do we know about the Giants? Uh, that they're not very good and. <laughs> Right. The Packers should win. Tommy DeVito's uh, a fun story, um, but he's not a, a guy that should have his way against Joe Barry and Kenny Clark and Devondre Campbell and them. I, you know, you need you need a, a big, big defensive day out of your team. Not because you need a, a big defensive day to stop Tommy DeVito, but you're the better team. You're the better defense. You're going up against uh, you know a very unproven quarterback. Uh, they're going to lean on probably Saquon Barkley to run the ball because that's probably their only hope to score points is that, to lean heavily into the run game. But you hope at this point, Joe Perry, who's lost to guys like Desmond Ritter and, um, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, that you know you, you don't, don't let that guy beat you, you know, the, the other guy, meaning the running back. So hopefully they just shut the run game down, make Tommy DeVito try to beat him, and, and I think they'll go the Packers' way. Might be the first week in a, in a few that we the Packers are favorites. It can't be a huge point spread if they are favorites. I haven't even looked at it. Would you know? They're they are six and a half point favorites, which is pretty are big they? on the road. At the three, team, that's, yeah, yeah, that's Crazy. that's a pretty big. Um, people are starting. Yeah, Vegas is starting to buy into the Packers. A lot of the pundits are starting to buy into the Packers. Uh, you and I have talked about it all year long, though. You know, we saw this talent. It's there. It's just about putting it together. Getting healthy, Jair Alexander was practicing this week. Aaron Jones was back to practice yesterday, so that's encouraging. If you can get Aaron Jones and, and and slide him into this offense that seems to you know be able to put up points like it's nothing now would be tremendous, and and, now, and it would even help uh, you know Jordan Love a little bit more. All right, last thing, I'm staring at thousands of brand new toys here at Capco's Kids the Kids the Kids Christmas Toy Drive. What was your favorite toy as a kid? Oh, favorite toy as a kid. You know, I was always really into remote control cars. So I like the big fun. monster truck with the with the real big tires. I was I was always into remote control uh uh cars or trucks or whatever. But probably my favorite is when the electric scooters first came out. Uh this was gosh, I was probably in like sixth grade and it was the ones where you actually sat on it. It was kinda like a, a mini motorcycle as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, uh, an electric scooter, and it was the. I thought it was the coolest kid on the block. All right, I'm going to share I mean, my favorite. Was. I'm going to share my favorite toy as a kid growing up. After the break, thank you, big time sports guy Brandon Snide. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good weekend, Steve. Thanks.